Rather than dick jokes, I could tell tallywhacker jokes. How do corporations run? Mostly off weed and cocaine. Nobody knows what to do. I understand all that's happening. The Middle East is on fire. But goddammit, CM Punk's back. Most perverts work at zoos. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What's going on with you? Hey, your old pal Joe checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday, people. How was your weekend? How you doing? Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. And if you're not, hey, that's okay. In the meantime, something that might make you feel better, checking out JoeKellyComedy.com. It's my new website. Uh, there's videos and you can see where I'm doing shows. And check it out, people. Get used to it. I'll be uh, putting more info on where you can get my album on my website in the upcoming weeks. People keep asking me, hey, Joe, what's going on with the album? And it's like, it's coming, man. These things take time. I could just put out what I have now, but I'm trying to I'm trying to do it right, people. I'm trying to do it right. I am doing it right. So it'll be some time. I'll let you all know when it's coming out. I'm very happy, very excited with it, very proud of it. So I want to do the most with it that I possibly can. So that's where it's at right now. It's done. It's mastered. We're getting it together. I got to get some artwork. I think I have a title for it. I'm not going to let you know what it is just yet. Stick around, people. These are teasers. These are probos. <laughs> hey, figuring it out. Remembering my old radio days. Uh, oh, man. It is a long weekend, people. This podcast is getting put out a little bit late. Recording it Monday morning rather than my usual Sunday afternoon. I picked up a late show in uh, Fort Walton, Florida this Saturday. I think I figured out I was doing it on Wednesday. Great show. Super fun. I love going down there, man. Those people are a, a lot of fun. That crowd's a lot of fun. Good fucking crowd like every fucking time. It's fantastic. I was back there in April. I usually get there like I guess once a year, but uh, went twice a year this year. I went down with uh, Eric De Silva. I think I've only done one show with that dude before. Uh, but we've tried, he's asked me to do, do the Fort Walton thing like three or four times, but shit always comes up or we can't get the date together for whatever reason, but we made the trip down there. Real funny dude. Good guy. Fucking so much fun. And they put you up the hotels right on the beach. And it's like, oh, it's just so, it's such a nice place to go. I always want to stay a little bit longer. It's only a one nighter people. That's how comedy works. For those of y'all who don't know, it's like. You know, where I'm at, too, at my level right now. I'm not uh, necessarily doing a lot of headlining weekends where I get to stay in one place for a minute. So it's like you get to go to these cool little fucking beach towns, you know, but it's one night. So you're there and then you're gone and it's like you got to kind of jam everything in. My routine has always been get down. Get checked into the hotel, kind of chill a little bit, relax, don't do too much. Uh, I went for a run this time when I was down there. It's just five hours in the car. It's like, I gotta, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind if I don't do something real quick. But usually, go do the show and then chill on the beach until like two, three in the morning because no one's out there. The moon was fucking full this Saturday. It was so, 
it was awesome, man. It was such a good fucking night. But then we, Eric had to get back Sunday, like I guess kind of early or whatever. So Fort Walton's in Central Time, Atlanta's in Eastern Time. So we lost an hour, but we got there. Uh, we got there Saturday at four, and we left Sunday at like six six thirty a.m. You know what I mean? So what is that? Fourteen hours comedy baby that's how this shit works is you're in a place for 14 hours and you spend over 10 hours of that whole day driving you know what i mean so you take the the fucking 14 hours we were in fort walton sleeping a handful of those and then it's like just the whole you know and then you add the 10 of driving that's your whole fucking day people that is your whole fucking day it's a hoot, it's fun, but it's fucking exhausting. And then I had a show in Johns Creek last night at a brewery at Six Bridges Brewing. Go check that show out if you ever are up that way. I believe they do it the second to last Sunday of the month right now. It's fun. Asif runs it. I can't remember his last name offhand, but he's a good kid. He's kind of newer to comedy, but he's putting in some work. So if you're ever up in Johns Creek, Georgia, Go check out that kid's show. Fun, man. Fun fucking time. Kind of supposed to be a clean show, but, you know, we got away with it. There were children there. So I, I said tallywhacker, you know, instead of instead of dick. So in case, you know, I'm trying to get some of that corporate clean money. So if you guys have any corporate gigs or clean uh, shows that would pay a lot of money, I think I'm getting to the point where I could probably do upwards of an hour and a half of clean material for you because i'm evolving uh, my use of the english language i suppose so rather than in dick jokes i could tell tallywhacker jokes you know i did talk about weed and cocaine <laughs> but if it's a corporate event how do corporations run mostly off weed and cocaine so I'm, I don't understand how I'm not made for everybody when it seems so obvious that I am because, you know, if you have any uh, corporate gigs, please let me know. I'd love to do comedy at them. Again, for upwards of an hour and a half, so 90-ish minutes I could probably do of corporate clean material uh, talking about tallywhackers and, you know, drug use. So... Give me a call. Give me a shout. You know, you could uh, e email my agent at info at joekellycomedy.com. <laughs> it's just me. It's going to come to me. So, all right. <laughs> What's the news? Taliban and COVID. Who's not going to talk about them? Joe. <laughs> what else is in the news? Hey, people. It was a big fucking week for wrestling. You know, professional wrestling. I know some of y'all are mature and you don't care about wrestling and maybe you never did, but I, big week. It was a very, very big week for professional wrestling. Lots of big returns, you know. Good Lord. I, my throat. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Uh, big week for multiple wrestling organizations, you know. Everybody knows WWE, of course, even if you aren't a wrestling fan. You probably know about WWE. John Cena has been back for a minute. He returned a couple weeks ago. You know, that was big news. Uh, 
But uh, also this week in WWE, uh, Becky Lynch came back from having her baby. That's kind of big news, you know, if you like her. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Brock Lesnar came back, ladies and gentlemen. He has like a little little mohawk ponytail thing going on right now. And a lot of people would be like, "That's if Machine Gun Kelly had that, people would be like, that is stupid. But because it's Brock Lesnar, like, what are you going to, you can't tell him that because he could, he could kill you. He could kill most people on earth by himself. Not all at once, but like one by one. Brock Lesnar is, he's like, got some Viking DNA in him or something like that. Terrifying individual, but big news for wrestling, you know? Happy to happy to see that going on. I love wrestling so much, still, people. I'm going to talk about it for a minute. You'll understand why. Give me a second. And there is another uh, wrestling organization called All Elite Wrestling, AEW. A lot of people have been, you know, getting released from WWE and going over to AEW. But uh, this, I mean, if you guys, I don't know. Do you all know who CM Punk is? He's a great wrestler, a great entertainer. He was in the UFC for a second. Did he get his ass whooped? Yeah. Why? Because he's been a professional professional wrestler his whole life. He's not Brock Lesnar, you know. But uh, he was a huge uh, WWE wrestler back in like the mid-2000s up through, I guess, 20... When would it have been? 2013, 2014, 2015, something like that. I can't remember when he left. But uh, he's been not wrestling for a while. But the whole time, it's been like seven years or something like that. But the whole time he's not been wrestling, people, crowds in arenas will still chant his name. I don't think that's ever happened before in wrestling. Where people just kind of, I think people really enjoyed him. But uh, anyway, I'm rambling now. But he came back to AEW. He's from Chicago. They did it in Chicago. And wrestling has what is known as a pop. It's a like an initial reaction from the crowd. So it's usually when someone's music hits that the the arena can erupt in either, you know, cheers or booze, you know. John Cena used to get that a lot. As soon as his music would hit, people would boo. Same thing with Roman Reigns. But, bro, these people in Chicago just... Watch it. The clip is on YouTube. Look up CM Punk Returns AEW and just watch and feel the energy of this fucking arena. I know wrestling is fake, people, right? But wrestling fans are so, uh, they're so passionate. And everybody gets what's going on, but we still love the show. That's what it is. It's just a show, people. Everybody, you know, it's all predetermined. No one's winning because they weren't supposed to win, you know? Everybody knows it's a story, but people lost their fucking minds when CM Punk's music hit. Stone Cold Steve Austin used to get a lot of great pops, too. If you go back, I believe it was in 1998, Monday Night Raw, the night that uh, Mankind won the heavyweight title from The Rock. This was, oh my God. It's a match for the ages, people. An emotional roller coaster, tons of involvement from outside interference and 
everything, you know, it's crazy. And there's all sorts of chaos going on. And, uh, you know, there's like, it's getting towards the end of the match and there's probably like 12 people all around the ring. Everybody's fighting. The whole crowd is like, what the fuck is going on? And then Stone Cold Steve Austin's music hits. That glass shatters. And that arena goes fucking ape shit. You could see it. Everybody's head turns to the entrance and they lose their fucking minds. That's what wrestling is about, people. Sometimes it's about the matches. Are there good matches to watch? Of course there are. There are some great uh people are there's a lot there's a lot of people who are good at the art form of professional wrestling. A lot of them aren't. <laughs> I don't want to say a lot of them aren't, but other people are more like spectacles. You know what I mean? Like the big show. The giant, Mr. Paul White, he's just a giant human being. Andre the Giant was the same way. It wasn't like he was a great technical wrestler. He was just a spectacle because he was fucking huge. But there are some great matches that happen that are very exciting. But it's about the pops. It's about the stories. It's about the personalities. That's what wrestling is about. Oh, it's so cool. I remember I lived in D.C. I hadn't watched wrestling in forever. And I was back in Michigan, and I turned Monday Night Raw on just because I was like, hey, maybe I'll check, out, uh, check it out, see what's going on, you know. And uh, it just happened to be CM Punk. This was 2011, I believe, cutting a vicious promo against John Cena, which became known as the Pipe Bomb. That got me back into wrestling. And now he's back again. Hey, it's good things all around. A lot of positivity. In wrestling, people, I understand the world is burning. I understand that. I understand your parents and your children are dying in the streets one by one, and there's nothing you can do about it because we're being ravaged by a pandemic, by a virus that nobody has any plans how to stop. Nobody knows what to do. I understand all that's happening. The Middle East is on fire, but God damn it, CM Punk's back. The fuck more do you need? How much of a, of a, a wrestling role is he going to play? I don't know. But you should check it out. Check out AEW. They got everybody now. Sting is in AEW. Y'all remember Sting? Even if you haven't watched wrestling in 20 fucking years, you probably know who Sting is. You know? He's, he's over in AEW. You know? Still, <laughs> still wearing a trench coat. <laughs> it's great because you could be a 50-year-old man and wear face paint in a leather trench coat and carry around a baseball bat and people are like fuck yeah that's pretty cool if you want to yeah it's like you're forever young <laughs> you can literally be 50 years old rick flair i believe was wrestling in his 70s so it's just an old man in his underwear which what what, what old man doesn't just want to spend all day in his underwear anyway you know and he gets to do it on television <laughs> in front of children. <laughs> Who doesn't want that? What old man? <laughs> what old perverted man <laughs> doesn't want to be strutting down the street at the ripe old age of 74 in his underwears in front of a school? Ric Flair found a loophole. He doesn't have to do it. They actually paid money. <laughs> 
to look at this old man in his underwear. I believe he's retired for good now. But the the point is, you could do it forever. <laughs> Bro, I'm trying to think of like old wrestlers. There was a couple old lady wrestlers in the 90s. The fabulous Moolah and Mae Young. Uh... <laughs> It was like 98, 99, and they had, they fucking did like some WWF Divas bikini contest on one of the pay-per-views, and as a last-minute entry, <laughs> Mae Young came out, this like 80-year-old woman probably, right? And she's got like a one-piece bathing suit on, like a black one-piece, just flat, <laughs> flat black, you know? <laughs> And uh, what the, what WWF did at the time was they put the, they put prosthetic titties on this old lady. <laughs> so the whole her whole angle at this point in time, her whole character is these. She's just kind of some old senile old lady. This old senile old lady, let me be redundant, who happens to be dating the girlfriend of the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, at the time. Mark Henry was a legit power lifter who went into wrestling, and his angle at the time was fucking this very old lady. <laughs> that, that was Mark Henry's character at the time, was he was fucking Mae Young. But they put prosthetic tits on her for this fucking, this bikini contest, right? So at the end of it, I don't think she wins or whatever, but she fucking, <laughs> she whips those old prosthetic titties out. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark Henry runs up and covers her with a towel because he doesn't want, you know, he doesn't want his everyone seeing his girlfriend's fucking luscious titties. <laughs> That's what wrestling is, people. That's what that it used to be so much more fun, I think. If you don't think prosthetic titties are fun, I mean, I was probably like 14, 15. I was probably real happy to be like, whoa. I probably didn't know they were prosthetic at the time. I was like, whoa, tits. <laughs> you know those elongated grapes, like the, the black grapes that are long? And they kind of like curve almost like a uh, like a squash. That's how these titties looked. <laughs> they look like figure eights. Very saggy. <laughs> I wish I could remember that pay-per-view what it was. Maybe it was fucking, maybe it was Royal Rumble 2000. I can't remember where that was, but check that out too, people. Wrestling is great. I highly recommend you checking it out instead of watching the fucking news. You might have some fun. You might get some hope in your life. You know, people love comic books. That's all wrestling really is, comic book characters that uh, have come to life. You know, that's all it is. That's all it really is. So sit down and enjoy it sometime. Once you understand that, you know, you can get over the, uh, the wrestling aspect of it, which is what people seem to not care for because it's fake. You got to get on board with these characters, people. You got to become emotionally invested. But, uh, but yeah, that's been my week. Did some shows, watched some wrestling, and that's been it, people. 
that has been it. Let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your fucking way, shall we? This clip is brought to you by Dark Side of Nature on Instagram. Is it the dark side of nature or is it dark side of nature? Look both up. See what happens. Ah, man, there's been so many just close call animal tag videos lately that it's just... Someone's got to get out there and get mauled to death by something. Before the year's over, please. I feel so just bored with this... With these people escaping with their lives. <laughs> Oh, man, I guess this video is like 2010 or whatever, but uh, it's at the MGM Grand at some fucking lion show. You know, it wasn't uh, one of the gay guys. Siegfried and Roy, is that right? Sigmund Freud, maybe. <laughs> it wasn't them. These people were in like a glass container or something like that. They looked more like Steve Irwin-esque type people, more like zoo people. Uh, and they had a couple lions, a lady lion and a fellow lion, and every all the lions are just chilling. You know what I mean? And one of the trainers is behind the male lion, and he's just kind of petting it, and everybody's fine. And then uh, another trainer comes up, and and the male lion just goes goes right for its leg, and kind of takes it down. And then the other trainer is like, "Hey, lion, you better stop." and tries pulling it away and then the lady lion she runs over and she jumps on top of the male lion like hey either we're playing or don't do that but then the trainer pulls the lion away and the trainer who is getting attacked escapes unscathed and it's very disappointing you know but i have to look at it like what did that guy do to that lion because the lion wasn't just pissed off attacking everybody he, in fact, enjoyed when the, when the one trainer was petting it. He was like, this is fine. This is good. And then this other fucking dingus, pardon my French here, shows up. And the lion's like, hey, buddy, I'm not happy with you being here. In fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and kill you now. So what did that guy do to that lion? That's my question. You can't blame the animal, right? But aren't people animals too, Joe? Yeah, they are. So can you blame anybody ever? No. No, you can't. The only person you can blame is yourself. Thanks for checking out the podcast this week, everybody. <laughs> that seems like a pretty good place to end it. <laughs> but I just wish that lion would have ate that dude up for whatever he did. He might have been fucking the, the lady lion or something like that. These perverts that work in zoos. That's what, it, you know, that's been very known for years. I think that the, the most highly concentrated area of perverts is zoos i'm pretty sure i saw that in some possibly msnbc article a couple few years back that most perverts work at zoos so there is always a chance that that guy was fucking the lion or maybe you know maybe he was like eating the lion's food or something but either way don't blame you know don't blame the goose blame the gander you know what i mean don't blame the apple blame the tree don't blame your dad. Blame yourself. <laughs> Thanks for checking out the podcast this week, everybody. We got in. We got out. I hope you're enjoying yourself. I hope you're having a good time with whatever it is that you're doing. 
Go to JoeKellyComedy.com. Check out my new website, people. Happy with it. Proud of it. I'll keep you posted on the album. I got a show this Friday, the 27th, here in Atlanta at Atlanta Brewing Company. Come through if you're around. And uh, I think other than that, hey, baby, I'll be in uh, Nashville at the Comedy Bar next month, too. So if you're up in Nashville, I believe it's going to be the 24th through the 26th. Be doing some time up there. So come uh, come say, hey, we're getting back on the road. We're getting back in the swing of things, baby. It was a slow couple months, but uh, we're getting where we need to be. Appreciate you checking out the podcast, everybody. Take care of yourself. Take care of somebody else. I'll catch you all around real soon. Later. <laughs>